This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Club at 22, the Rangers podcast, is supported by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Go to manscaped.com and get 20% off, plus free shipping with code CLUBAT22. Your balls will thank you. Hello everyone and welcome to Club Reaction as a much-changed Rangers team breeze past Stirling Albion with a 4-0 win to secure our place in the next round of the Scottish Cup. I am your host Scott Carney and joining me for the second night in a row is Ryan Haymarsh. Ryan, how are you? I'm good mate, yeah. Um, glad to finally be back from Ibrox, which um, it felt mm-hmm. like it took me about three days uh, to get back from Ibrox, so thank you Glasgow City Council for Shutting the M77 on a on a March night, Friday night. Great decision. Great decision, mate. Yes, this is why as a wee bit later, everyone is because right into the traffic going home. Who would have thunk it, mate? Um, thirty off about. I reckon it was about thirty-five thousand there, maybe forty. A push. Uh, I broke tonight. Uh, all needing away from somewhere that's a main motorway linked to it, and Glasgow City Council decided to put traffic. Uh, roadblocks on. I've seen it as well, mate, before we recorded. My dad heads back down the, the M8 and it was closed between Paisley and or like Paisley and Renfrew or Renfrew and Paisley. Turn off was closed so they had to go through Paisley. Honestly, man, nothing surprises me with Glasgow City Council, mate. Absolutely nothing at all. Uh, but we're not here to moan about um, <laughs> Glasgow City Council, mate. We're here to discuss a, a rather pleasing win um, for Rangers, as I say, a much, much changed team. Before we get into it, um, you can join the channel for only 99p. There'll be a link below that for this. You can become a Club Act 22 supporter. It would be very much appreciated. And you can also buy the podcast a coffee if uh, subscribing is not your thing. Uh, massive thank you to the people who bought us a coffee today. And I actually used that money to buy myself a coffee today. Um, I don't think I've done that yet with it, but I was like, get myself a coffee. Uh, and, and I definitely did. But again, thank you to everybody that does so. It uh, really is 
it really is amazing. And as always, like the videos, uh, and if you like us, please subscribe to the channel. Uh, two wee clicks cost you nothing, but it makes a massive difference to us. So into the game, uh, four 0 win, as we've said, uh, a much changed side, but some grasped the opportunity, mate. Um, I think that's fair to say some did not. Uh, but we will get into it. It was goals from Lowry, Tavernier in, and Sakala Shakura, the win for us tonight. It could have been a lot more, uh, but I will take a 4-0 win um, any day of the week at Ibrox, mate. I'm always going to take it. So before we get into that game, mate, what's your initial initial feelings after leaving Ibrox? Well, my initial feelings were it was just great to be back inside Ibrox because it did feel a long time since we got the opportunity to, to go to a game. So it was great to be back inside Ibrooks and watch some football and watch Rangers again. Um I was surprised at the at the lineup. I thought we had discussed it in the the preview pod and we wondered if Van Bronkhorst would go with more experienced players just to get him a bit more, more match sharp because of what we seen on Tuesday night. But he hadn't. He's gone with a, a bit of a mixture. But yeah, it was it was kind of the performance I expected once I seen the lineup because it was a kind of mixture of both youth and, and fringe players. So yeah, good to get a good to get a victory, clean sheet, and um, enjoy being back at Ibrox. Definitely, I told you we wouldn't get the team right, but mate, I told you that. Oh, I said no. there was not a chance we will pick the right team. No. Um, yeah, and there's one in particular that. I got slapped in the face with by all you boys and some of the listeners as well. I had plenty of messages coming in about that, but we will get to him. Don't you worry about that. So the start of 11 was McLaughlin, Tavernier, Balligan, Goldson, Simpson, Lundstrom, Bakuna, Hadji, Sakala, Barker and Itten. The bench was McCrory, Bassey, Sands, Wright, Roof, McCann, King and Lowry. What's your, what's your, what was your biggest shock in that team, mate, um, and uh, without the blatant <laughs> fun, obviously, <laughs> what was the what was the, the biggest shock? Because when I initially seen the team myself, mate, I was like, I'm not sure what he's planning on doing here. Well, right, okay, so the, the obvious one is Barker. Is yes, back. it's Brandon. Is it Barker? Let's get it. Let's get out there. Yes, let's get out there. Let's get it out Brandon there, Barker. Yes. I, I couldn't get my I couldn't get on the phone to you quick enough <laughs> to text you and say Brandon Barker. I was still driving. I was still driving to the stadium and my phone started going fucking mental and I was like, without even looking at my phone, I was like fucking Brandon Barker starting. <laughs> I was parked on Dunbreck Road and I was watching for your car just veering into a tree or something. Um, but I obviously he was a, he was a big surprise. But I think Simpson, Simpson was a big one as well. I'd, I generally didn't think Simpson would feature at all. Um, whether it's a, a view to just getting him in the short window or not. Um, but him playing, he kind of played a kind of left wing back kind of role in the second half and bombing up and down the bombing up and down the left. But yeah, he was a big shock. Kind of expected Bakuna to be in the team. Possibly. I, I thought because Sands wasn't in the team, I thought Sands, I thought he would try and just keep playing Sands and to get him settled in, but um, there was a few shocks in there, but Barker was definitely the one that uh, raised an eyebrow. Yeah, look, I might as well address this now, okay? Um, 
I don't hate Brandon Barker. I don't hate any Rangers player. I genuinely don't. My biggest frustration with Brandon Barker is that I don't get it. I never understood the signing in the first place, and I still don't now understand it. In my personal opinion, he did one thing tonight, and he won us a penalty. Uh, we'll come on to that in a bit more detail. Apart from that, he did nothing. Uh, I don't like his attitude on the park. I don't like his... I, I, I don't know what it is. I, I just... I don't... I don't get it. And to be honest, my, my criticisms, in my personal opinion, my criticism of him were true tonight. That was Sterling Alvin you were playing tonight and you you didn't impress. Am I being if I if I if I still got my uh, Brandon Barker disapproval glasses on? No, you don't listen. We, we like a laugh about this and I and I love like I love winding you up about Barker, but <laughs> I mean I'm I'm in the same camp. He's not good enough to be a Rangers player. I don't believe he's good enough to play for many teams in the SPFL, if I'm honest. I don't see much from him. Barker's a strange one where sometimes I think he looks he's got as if he's got pace, but he's he's not quick enough upstairs to put his pace to use. Does that make sense? Like yeah. He's fast, but he's slow. Like he's mm-hmm. the, his actual play is slow, but he's kind of fast off the mark. He just doesn't offer much at all. Barker, I seen him in the first half when he was over at the, the Govan front, just getting in the way a few times and just, nah, I just don't see it with him. And I thought, again, that's what I've taken from Gio's lineup is trying to put a few players in the shot window Lundstrom, Barker, Simpson. I think that's what he's doing. Um, and I don't see Barker. So I don't think that was a go out and give your all. And you might be playing on Wednesday, kind of, kind of chance. I think it was just listen, you're starting, and that's it. And we'll see what happens after that. But yeah, uh, it didn't impress me tonight, Barker. And I didn't expect him to impress me either. No, neither, I mean, obviously, as I say, as a laugh and a joke with us and stuff like that. Uh, but I think I. I still win that battle, unfortunately, because I want every Rangers player to succeed. I don't want them to think I'm being too... It's too critical of him. It's just the way he is and what he does. And even some of his passes he's done, I'm like, that's so lazy. Even what you've done there is just... It's like a a wee flick of the foot and it's like a non-convincing pass. And he just did nothing for me tonight. Absolutely nothing. And I thought... uh, I don't think he fancies it being at Rangers. I think he knows that he's not fancied being at Rangers, and it's just a, a kind of circle that everybody's going in with him just now. And it's okay. He's probably on too much money for a, a lower end team to take him off. Is he's probably quite happy to sit and take his wages again? I'm presuming all this. I could be completely wrong, but uh, to me, he doesn't look interested. He doesn't look like he wants to be here, and I don't think he's got even half of the ability that we are looking for for a, a wide attacking player to be in that team. So. That is that done. We will leave that to one side, mate. Um, we've got over that. So, into the game itself, mate, it did look like an attack, especially when we're playing a 3-5-2. Tavernier was going in to play in the middle three. Barker and Sakala were staying wide. And Simpson was supporting slightly in the first half, up towards Sakala. And Golden and Balogun were just the sitting, the sitting players. Um, look, this is a... A glorified training exercise, no disrespect to Sterling Albion, but they are poor, very poor. Um, not a good team at all. They, they had one shot on target towards the end that I can remember, one shot off target that I can remember. But what I will say about them is kudos to their travelling support. What a support that showed up. That's better than most SB, SPL sides that come to Ibrooks. 
Yeah, me and my dad said the same, obviously, as you know, we go in early. Um, and they, they, they filled our section very early, got behind our team. I've got to say it was quite funny hearing them singing um, about Alan McGregor, the, the usual song about Alan McGregor. I think it was just before kickoff. Um, but obviously somebody let them know that Alan McGregor actually wasn't playing, so that was quite <laughs> funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, they totally brought it. It was a good support they brought. And that, as you say, I'd like to see that in the SPFL because although you didn't get the atmosphere from the Rangers fans tonight, but if you got that at the weekend, you know yourself, when, when Aberdeen or, or Hibs come and, and fill their section are noisy, it does give you a better atmosphere at Ibrook. So yeah, they brought a good a good travelling support. But I totally agree with you. They didn't offer, in terms of their team, they didn't offer much at all. I did notice they brought on a striker, looked to the same shape of Kevin Kyle. I think he <laughs> yeah, scored yes. in the second half. Did you notice yeah, that? That's him, yeah. Um, yeah. Fair, play, fair play to him, but no, they didn't offer much and I didn't expect to see much from them. Um, but yeah, this, uh, yeah, as you say, hats off to the support. They got behind their team. Definitely did. Uh, and it was one-way traffic. It really was. Rangers completely dominated the game, as you would expect. They were playing back five, back six at times, just purely trying to survive, which I understand. I'm not really frustrated that uh, a team of Sterling Albion's level coming to Ibrox to do something like that and hopefully try and catch us with a set piece or a break or anything like that. But even breaking forward, they weren't fast at all. I mean, they were quite easily dealt with. Uh, and yeah, we, we huffed and puffed for a good half hour, mate. There was not a few clear cut chances. There was a, a strange one we hit in. He kind of ended up in the net with the ball, and I think it was flagged for offside. I'm not 100% sure. It was a bit of a strange one. Jakara was trying his hardest. I mean, he doesn't give up. He really doesn't. He was desperate to score. We'll obviously come on to stay in the first half just now. And uh, apart from that, there wasn't a great deal. Obviously, the biggest turning point, I think, in, in the first half, mate, was the unfortunate knock that seems to have happened to Yanis Hadji that Beaton decided was a free kick to Sterling Albin as well. Again, I really can't understand that. But Hadji took a bit of a bad one in the box. And probably to a, a shock, mate, the, the the man that was brought on was Lowry. Um, we might as well talk about the boy now. I am very impressed. I am very impressed as well, Scott, and I'm very embarrassed as well because if you remember the preview pod, I had to say to you, what's that boy's name again? <laughs> um, oh. And, you know, I, and even if we were off the pod, I, I just... It's not a name I've heard. I mean, I recognise the name, but it's not a name I've really heard much about. I've heard about, about Charlie McCann and I've heard about King and uh, the boy Allegria or whoever you pronounce it. So I've, I have heard someone about the B team, some of the players in the B team, but Lowry I've not heard much about, but by God, I was impressed with him. Uh, I think it was the guy, one of the boys behind me said, he was on the pitch five minutes and he said he's already looking sharper and wants the ball more than Barker. And I was like, you know, he's a spot on, just looked hungry, wanting to make things happen. Just in the, if, if it didn't come off for him, he was wanting to win the ball back. Exactly what you see for a Rangers player in general, never mind a young boy. And he more than impressed me tonight. I just thought he was, I thought his attitude was spot on. And I know we'll go on to it later on, but yeah, he, he had a great game tonight, Lowry. Very impressed. 
superb game. Um, he really did. His composure that he had, his touches that he had, he looked like he played in that team before. He looked like he already played for the first team, and that's probably the biggest bit of praise that I could give him. I was very impressed. Um, my dad as well. My dad's my dad's old school, so I mean, my dad probably he doesn't really pay much attention to B team stuff like that. He's not great with social media, etc., etc. So it's hard for him to keep up. But also, when he came on, he was like, "What's this boy all about?" I was like, "Yeah, he's a player." I was like, "He's doing really well in the B team." I was like, "So I was looking forward to seeing him as well." I'd only seen him once before, so I was looking forward to see him. And by God, he grasped grasped his chance. And arguably, mate, I know what you're saying that about Barker. I think as soon as he came on, as soon as he got the ball, he'd done more than what Hadji had done before Hadji went off. Uh, I, again, I wasn't impressed with Hadji. I know he, he didn't, he wasn't on the park very long, but still, I was like, you should be doing a lot more. You should be doing a lot, lot more. And I don't know if it's the trying too hard thing, but he wasn't on the pitch very long, so I can't be too critical of Hadji. And it was Lowry, Lowry that broke the deadlock, mate. Um, Brilliant bit of play, uh, running forward, willing to to carry the ball forward. Good link-up play, and forgive me, some will correct me in the comments. I think it was link-up with Bakuna and Itten that led to his shot uh, that he calmly slotted away into the bottom left-hand corner, mate, and he just grew and grew into that game. Yeah, talk about composure, eh? Um, I was absolutely delighted for him. But he unlocked when we were, obviously call it a low block or whatever you call it, but what I call it is Sterling Alwyn just sitting back, which mm-hmm. is what teams do. And if, I totally get it. If I was a manager of Sterling Albion, that's how I would play uh, coming to Ibrox. But he was driving at the team, as was Sakala, driving at driving at the defenders, trying to play one-twos and unlock it instead of playing out wide and crossing it in, which I like because I think we were guilty of doing that, overkilling that type of type of uh, tactic under Gerard, so I like to see he's going through the middle but yeah he was constantly trying to unlock it and make things happen and he deserved his goal because he really did change that game we went a long period of time I don't know how many minutes it was when Hadji come on but I don't remember his creating much at all before he scored um, so yeah he, he made the difference and, and got us off the mark and totally deserved his goal Definitely, yeah, he definitely deserved deserved his goal, um, and he got a fantastic ovation for it as well, uh, as you would expect. Uh, really, really delighted for him. Uh, really couldn't have been a better a better introduction to the 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 the, the first team. Uh, I, I'm absolutely buzzing for him. I really, really am, and he must be absolutely. He must be physically, literally buzzing right now. He must be like that was incredible, and I hope he's he kicks on, gets the appetite, knuckles down, and con- t- continues to push for a place in this team because that's the kind of players that we need to come through. That want to be here, want to play, want to take on players, want to take that risk, and he's got the ability to do so. In my opinion, from what I've seen tonight, uh, very excited about him. But well, then awarded two penalties in as many minutes, mate. Um, the first one was for a handball. Hands up to me. Uh, I didn't call for it. I, I'd actually had no idea. It looked like... I'm presuming it was a handball because Beaton said that he was kind of pointing to his hand, Beaton. Um, he gave a penalty. Tav scored the first one. And as I mentioned earlier, the only thing Brandon Barker did the whole game was get to the ball before the Sterling Albion player and win as the second penalty. Obviously, Tav quite coolly slotted away the first. Uh, me and Ali both said that I met Ali at half-time. I said when he Tav stood up, stepped up and hit the second, and my head, I went, he's missing this. Uh, and the, the keeper saved it. He went to the same side. But, um, yeah, at that point, mate, even at 2-0, um, 
we were all wanting to go before half time, but even to get two before kind of half time, the game's pretty much done. Aye, it killed the game. It killed the game off. I'm the same as you, though. The the penalty, the first penalty, I didn't see the incident. I, it was actually the guy next to me said he's given the penalty, and I was like looking around at the crowd, and I, I, I didn't know it was a penalty mm. by the reaction. So um, I didn't see it. But Taff slots it away, um, takes the penalty well. But I had the same feeling as you guys. Like when he stepped up to take the second one, I was like, he's going to miss this. And he kind of. He never took a skip, but he just the way he approached the ball, I had a feeling he was going to miss it. Um, I won't lie to you that my focus completely changed once we got that second penalty. I just wanted more penalties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, just a, a, a weird thing. Um, I was say that the second one was definitely a penalty, the first one again, I'd be lying if I said I seen it, I called for it because I, I definitely didn't because I kind of was like, we just gave a penalty. A bit confused by it. I'll need to watch it back, as I say, um, to see it again. But yeah, at that point, it was we were cruising. Uh, pretty much takes us up to half time, mate. There were also a few other chances for Rangers. Sakala had a, a few efforts and goal, but I want to talk about one guy in particular in that first half, and it was Lundstrom. Now, I, I understand the, the caliber of opposition we we're playing against, though I would be disrespectful to them. Um, but for the first 25 minutes or so before we scored, Lundstrom was dictating the play. Uh, he was doing the things that I thought we were going to get him uh, for. He was picking up the ball from the back line. He was bringing out passes. He was trying to be the link up between the, the the kind of midfield and the front line. What was your take on him tonight? Obviously, the second half became very one-way traffic. I think Sterling Album kind of blew themselves out of steam as well. But what was your take on Lundstrom? As you know, I do like Lundstrom. I do, I think there's... I don't want to be like a broken record because if you keep playing, if, if you're not excelling, then you're, you're going to get criticism. But I think, I still think there's a player in Lundstrom. I still think, and I also think he's playing with a handbrake on. I'm very fortunate I see him at pitch level and I see him demanding the ball. And when, when someone else has got the ball, he's telling them where to play it whether it's up the wing or switch it or whatever. And he's not a perfect player. Sometimes he tried to like switch the play a few times and he'd, he put too much on it and he didn't put enough in it. But I agree with you. Like that 20, 25 minutes, he studs on the ball, moving the ball about, but constantly what you want for your centre midfielder is dropping in to take the ball off the right back of the centre halves, but also being up the pitch and supporting your strikers and your wingers. And I feel he always did that. He was always available for the ball. That man you want in the middle of the park, and that's where he plays. My fear from him is he's not going to get a run there. Kamara's our man. He is the man that will play in the middle of that park. If Kamara's not fit, Davis will play there. That's where I fear for Lundstrom. And he's on, we all know he's on a big salary. Oh, so yeah. that's why I think that he is in the short window or being moved on, etc. But... I think there's a player in there. I enjoy watching John Lundstrom, and I, th- I but I do think sometimes he's playing with a handbrake on a wee bit. I feel as if there's still the occasion playing for Rangers kind of overwhelms him a bit. Like it's as if he wa- he wants to hold on to the ball a wee bit longer, but he just kind of I play the simple ball and get my confidence up and keep the crowd off my back. But yeah, he did he did well tonight and. Um, that's all we can ask of him. But again, as you say, it's still an Albion, so 
we can't go over the top. No, exactly. I don't want to go over the top, but I, I did say to my dad that, well, I'm only going on what I said as well during the game. I said to my dad, I was like, he's bossing this right now. I was like, as you would expect him to, he's absolutely bossing it. He's he's controlling the, the way we are playing. Uh, he had a few efforts on goal as well. Unlucky with a few, he can definitely strike a ball. Uh, and that's the only thing that I'll say that he's probably got over uh, Kamara is that he can strike a ball. Uh, I think he probably strikes a ball better than Kamara uh, and definitely Davis, apart from when Davis does overhead kicks because David's got the best overhead kick in Scotland. So, uh, but yeah, I, I, I was I was impressed with him. But again, I kept I kind of reminded myself of like he's, he's doing it against Sterling Albion, but he did himself no harm, especially in that first half. Um, we'll jump into the second half, mate. Again, one way traffic really. Um, there was no nothing really um, from Sterling Albion at all. Lowry again, impressive every time he got the ball. He looked like he wanted to link up, play, move forward. You can see this one club ethos rolling from the top team right down through the the rest of the, the teams, the women's team, the, the B team. Uh, it's definitely this one club ethos, which is a, a fantastic thing to see because he knows what to expect when he gets up here. Uh, and I, I, again, I just thought he was great. I, I, every time he got the ball, I was I was kind of leaning forward, noticing that he had the ball, wanted to see what he was going to do next. And I, I was very impressed with him. Brandon Barker did show a wee bit more in the second half to give him his, his credit. But again, his end product was awful, uh, I mean truly awful uh, and he was whipped off for, for Kamar Roof um, but before that we'd made it three um, Cedric Atten um, getting on the score sheet he had a frustrating night in my personal opinion Atten, he, he looked like he was trying a wee bit too hard obviously when you're playing against a, a, the low block as they call it mate, football in cliche terms it's hard for a striker like him, the way the type of player that he is, to really get into the game and to get involved in the game. However, I think that goal will do him the world of good, uh, and it was quite a well worked goal. So he'll be he'll be pretty chuffed with that. Yeah, he will be, and I'm chuffed for him because he put a shift in tonight. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> his performance tonight reminded me of. I can't remember, was it Morello suspended or something when Atten was first with us? And he got his job, anyway, he got his opportunity with us under Gerard, and he tried too hard. I can't remember who it was against. But he tried oh, too yeah. hard and you yeah. were just like, you were just so kind of gutted for him because you knew that was his chance. He wants to be a success and you can see it. And I thought he had some nice touches. He had a few long balls and brought the ball down his chest or, yeah, he's not that type of player who'll play off the shoulder and look for slip balls through, but he's got ability. I mean, some of his finishes are very impressive, um, but I was delighted for him to get that goal. And just as you as you mentioned, that goal, that came, and I'm 99% sure, that came from another Lowry movement. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it was him and Bakuna, I think. Oh, no, it was him and Lundstrom. Lundstrom I'm sure it was yeah. him and Lundstrom who linked up and Lundstrom then played him through for it. So that came through Lowry again. Um, which is, which makes it even more pleasing. But yeah, I'd not be frustrated if they didn't get get more chances. Um, but that's up to people to create them for him. But he got his goal, and he, I, I think he'll, I think he'll impress Van Bronckhorst. Oh, there's no doubt. Um, there's no doubt. I, I think he he definitely put a shift in. He didn't. He didn't really stop. Some things didn't come off for him, but he, he continued to keep trying, and he, he got his goal. Uh, and that brings me on to Bakuna. Um, 
To say I was unimpressed with him in the first half would probably be an overstatement, uh, an understatement even, mate. Uh, I thought he was poor, really poor. And again, another one that looks like he doesn't really want to be here, if I'm being honest. He was better in the second half. And again, I'm going to give him credit here. It's like contradicting myself all over. But his pass through to Sakala was superb, absolutely superb, right into Sakala's path, and Sakala's finish was tremendous to finish off the scoring for the night. Happy that Sakala can now get a haircut, but what do you think about Bakuna, mate? What's, do you think he's got a future here? No, I don't think he's got a future here because he's been nowhere near the team, um, or even looking like coming on as a sub under Geo Again, Looking at that team, I think there has been a a view to put people in the short window. Um, Bakuna, for me, was very frustrating tonight, and especially in the first half. So many things he did, he looked lazy. He looked mm-hmm. really lazy, fell on his arse a couple of times when he was trying to turn on the ball and muscled off the ball. And I don't know, he was that, like, I I've not seen that from him. But I've heard people saying, oh, he's, he, that's kind of clear. He is quite lazy and he's got an attitude problem. I've never seen it. Maybe I've just been blinded by the fact he's a new signing. But I've seen it tonight and I was like, you know what it's like. It's very frustrating to see somebody playing a Rangers shirt uh, doing that. So, yeah, didn't impress me. I'll be surprised if he features again, unless we get injuries. I just don't see him playing under Gio at all, it's pretty poor tonight, but yes, let's give him credit for that pass because it was inch perfect for Sakala and by by God that boy, Sakala deserved it because he really oh, worked yes. hard tonight he really did work hard, I don't know if you're going to go into it, I'm going to mention Sakala, but I, I think he really worked hard tonight and deserved his goal and delighted he's going to get a haircut um, hopefully I'll score a goal soon <laughs> um, <laughs> Bakuna some of his footwork was tremendous. Like he, he, there's a few times he got himself out of dodge, but a, a great bit of work. And then, as you said, other times it just it's so like, not convincing. It's he's no conviction behind his passing, uh, and I just found that a bit meh. And I think that's probably the best way I can sum it up. It, it just didn't. It didn't. It didn't really set the. I don't know what I was expecting against Sterling Albion that we're playing against, but I, I, again, I just I expected just a wee bit more. I see him a wee bit more, but I think Lowry was by far better than him and and Barker. And there's, I said as soon as Lowry scored, I turned around and said to my dad, I was like, every midfield player that's sitting on the fringes right now of this team must be like what are we doing wrong uh, and have a look at what Lowry's doing because he's just shown what you have to do so yeah I have to say I don't know if it's a lack of ability but there's just something not quite for me with Bakuna uh, and we'll finish with, with Sakala mate quickly before we do um, we'll just quickly say Leon King came on as well for Balogun again I thought looked very composed on the ball um, was very calm Managed, did his job as you would expect. There was not a lot of defending for him to do, uh, but uh, I, I again, I'm as impressed you can tell he's been in and around the first team. Uh, and we'll finish with Sakala, mate. He just doesn't stop. My dad says he's like every time he gets the ball, if he's backs to goal, he immediately turns around and goes right. I'm going that way. There is no such thing as a back pass for uh, Sakala. I thought he, he he worked his socks off tonight, and he definitely deserved definitely deserved his goal. Yeah, I 
Oh, yeah. He definitely deserved his goal. And you could see he was, I think it was the first half, he was getting a wee bit frustrated because he had a few where he cut out and hit the shot. And the shot, they weren't the most powerful shot. It didn't come off for him. So you could see he was getting a bit frustrated. But he never, it's never toys out of pram with him. He just wants mm-hmm. on the ball again, constantly making the runs. When he gets the ball, you can see he believes in his ability. Like, yep. I like, I said to the guy next to me, I like I kind of like the rawness he's got. I hope that doesn't leave him because he offers us a different option when we're attacking. There's no hit the byline, cross in, or square square the ball back to the midfield. He's just got, gets the ball nine times out of ten. He wants to beat his man, get a shot off, and I like it. Mm-hmm. It's something different. It gives us a different option up front. And, um, and I, I, I don't know if that's his best position, Scott. I still can't work out if left-hand side right-hand side or up front or centre-forward is his best position. I don't know if it is the left-hand side, but he, he put a shift in tonight and I'm delighted he got his goal. Um, and he's I like watching him. He's, he's definitely a, a first starter for me. If I was picking my first 11, I would, I would have him in there. He's a lovable man as well, mate, which makes it all the better. <laughs> he's just He just seems like a lovely guy, do you know what I mean? And it, it makes it all the better when you've got somebody like that. I would agree with you, though, mate. I don't think... I mean, he's probably got his preferred position, but I don't think he cares. I just, he, as soon as he's on the pitch, he's like, well, I'm playing, so I'm just going to play football. I'm not bothered where I'm going to play. Um, I'm just going to get on with it. Uh, and, yeah, I'm so delighted that he finished off the scoring tonight with his goal, and he, he took it brilliantly. It was a cracking finish. Really was. Uh, so, absolutely delighted for him. Uh, quite if we've gone to the man of the match, mate, I will just have a wee quick touch on Simpson. Again, I thought he was solid tonight. I thought he'd done his job. They'd done what he had to do. Wasn't overly impressive, but didn't do anything to make me think that there was any... Again, we weren't really tested, so it's hard to see how he was defensively. But at one point, he bombed forward, and I actually had a double look. I was like, Simpson, look at pace on that boy. Uh, quicker than I thought he was going to be. Uh, but yeah, he was solid enough. Uh, right, Ryan, we'll finish up. Man of the match, mate. Uh, who was it? And I know already. <laughs> It was uh, that boy that Gio's going to put in his team. Um, I can't remember he spoke about him again. Lowry. <laughs> Without a doubt, Lowry. Uh, well done, son. Absolutely well done. You should be proud of yourself. Uh, I thought he was fantastic. I thought we were struggling to create chances before he came on. And I think he came on and set the tone and set the standard for a lot of players who seem to have an attitude problem just now. And if their attitude is they don't want to play for Rangers, then... This is a great month to speak to your agent and leave Rangers because you're surplus to requirements if you're playing like that. That boy's got a right attitude and he's got ability and it's exciting to see. And I'm also delighted to see that Gio is giving youth a chance because we've seen a lot of managers at iBooks who don't give young players a chance. I think Gerard was one of guilty of that sometimes as well. Um, so it's exciting to see Gio giving young players a chance and, and opening that door to the first team. And well done, Lowry. You took your chance. He's definitely man of match for me. Yeah, I can't add anything more to that, mate. Uh, I'm I'm with you a hundred percent, Lowry. He, he he changed our whole attitude, really, in attacking sense. He he was fantastic, and he took took his opportunity tonight. And I'm so glad that the sponsors picked him as well, and he got his name read out over the tannoy. He was man of the match, and just quickly uh, as well, I noticed while that happened. John Lundstrom gave him a round of the a round of applause on the pitch, and I thought that's a right touch of class. Because that is going to make him feel a million. That's going to make him feel a bit 
ten foot tall, mate. Uh, I am delighted that that, that he got it, uh, and that I seen John Lundstrom doing that. I was like, that's a right touch of class, that. Uh, so yeah, I, I just quickly as you mentioned about the the youth getting brought through, mate. Um, my opinion on that is we've been so desperate for success, mate, since we put down the divisions that you weren't going to get that chance. You weren't going to get that chance to. We didn't have a strong enough or a successful enough squad for a youth player to get that chance. However, I think we are slowly on that curve of coming back round to having a strong squad, no matter who we have in the team, eh, that they will get their chance. So that's my take on it. I think that's um, I think that's why. So I think we may see more of it. And if they're going to be players like Lowry, bring it on. Bring it on. Right, Ryan, it's a bit late, later than usual. Uh, so I will let you go. Thank you very much, mate, for battling through the traffic and the... Roadworks, mate, and getting back and recording for me, uh, recording with me, mate. Much appreciated. No worries, mate. It's always a pleasure, and I enjoyed that. I just want to say one more thing as well done to the club for changing the continuous credit card scheme payment to the 1st of February for the British Dortmund game. I slate the club in the ticket office for not considering the fans and considering the fans' financial uh, situation. So well done, whoever made that decision. That is a... Uh, as much need in my household, by the way. So, yes, that's a, a well done to the club for doing that. So, that's all I wanted to say. And cheers for tonight. Enjoyed it. Yes, here, here, mate. I echo that. Uh, well done, the club, for quickly realising their mistake and fixing the, the problem because it's a long month, January. And I was the same, mate, when I seen it. I was like, you are kidding. Uh, yeah, so well done to the club for that. So, yes, uh, just quickly from our, uh, a word from our sponsors. If you go to manscaped.com, use the code CLUB at 22, you'll get 20% off and free shipping. Your balls will definitely thank you. Uh, and a shameless plug, as always, please subscribe to the YouTube channel, like the videos, give us a wee five-star rating and Apple Podcasts. So that's it. We're in the next round of the Scottish Cup. Um, and we will be back on Tuesday night, probably, with uh, probably, because <laughs> I never know, that it will be Tuesday, I think, uh, with a club deck corner. So until we speak to you then, enjoy the rest of your weekend. It's better after a Rangers win, and we'll speak to you all next time. Cheers, folks. Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.